745 on a Saturday morning. What does that mean? Time for a wine chat with our friend Jack Farrell from Haskell's. Good morning, Jack. Hello, Denny. How are you today? I'm doing quite well. It's a rather fresh morning. Can we use that term, fresh? (laughs) (laughs) As a matter of fact, that's what I was going to talk about. Last week we talked about fall wines, and today I thought we ought to talk about maybe winter wines. No, we're having. Good idea. Indeed. You know, in this cold, damp weather, you want hearty wines that warm your insides and hold up to the rich food that kind of comes with this time of year. And what you really should choose are these big, bold, spicy reds or creamy, toasty, full-bodied whites, fortified wines, sweet dessert wines, or celebratory sparkling wines. Of course, my first go-to choice in this kind of weather is Zinfandel. Zinfandel has bold, spicy, jammy flavors, and it holds up very well to big, uh, warming foods. And its high alcohol kick makes it the perfect wine to sip when you want to snuggle in on a cold winter's night. One of my favorites comes from Lodi. Lodi has come to produce, in my opinion, maybe some of the very best Zinfandels to come out of California, Lodi County. And one that I particularly like is called Windstorm. It's from Lodi. It has a big, uh, fruity nose and soft tannins uh, and a wonderful finish. And my other favorite is from Napa Terraces. Uh, it, I can remember the first time I tasted it, I thought, Zinfandel can't be this good. And Terraces has always been, while it's grown in Napa rather than Lodi, has been my benchmark Zinfandel by which I judge all the others. And it was a good benchmark, believe me. The uh, So there's two Zinfandel. It would be fun to compare. Uh, the Windstorm is not very expensive. Terrace is a little more expensive. But there are two Zinfandels that would be fun to try uh, on a blustery, wintry night. Uh, another one to try, you know, Zinfandel is often called the American wheat because they could never figure out where it came from and what his origins were. Well, with the advent of DNA and all that, they figured it out. And it's actually the Italian Primitivo. And there's a Primitivo wine called Menzion. And it has mature fruit in the nose. It has a long finish. It's oak aged for about six months, four to six months. And uh, this Menzion Primitivo, now that would be a real interesting comparison to compare a Primitivo to... uh, 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 a California Zinfandel. I mean, it would be interesting and it would spark interesting conversation. And the wines, I can guarantee you, would be very, very enjoyable. So that's Menzion, Primitivo, and either Lodi or Terrace Zin. Or if you want to compare to California, just compare the uh, Windstorm and the Terraces, and that would be an interesting tasting. Another go-to wine at this time of year is Nebbiolo. Uh, Nebbiolo comes from the Piedmontese area of Italy. It has powerful tannins, high acidity. Uh, the Nebbiolo grape produces wonderful wines. In fact, their most prestigious wine in all of Italy is called Barolo. And Barolo is called the king of wines and the wine the king, mainly because Barolo was <clears throat> the wine that was always served at the royal court in Italy because the uh, capital wasn't in Rome, but rather at that time up in Milan. And Milan is sort of in the foothills of the Piedmont area. 
But anyhow, the Piedmont area there is a wonderful place. You ever get an opportunity to go to that part of Italy? It's in the foothills of the Alps. It's the northern part of Italy. Uh, it, the foods are great. The wines they make: Barolo, Barbaresco, Barbera di Albi, uh, Dolcetto, which is the Beaujolais of Italy. Gavi, which is a white wine made from the Cortese grape, is a wonderful. And as I said, Nebbiolo would be a great wine to have. Any of these that come from Nebbiolo, such as Barolo and Baresco, on a cold night, it'd be just terrific. I remember once going truffle hunting. White truffles come from this area. And the truffles are white truffles. You ever hear black truffles like you get from France and other places? Even Oregon has white and black truffles. Uh, black truffles are almost a bargain basement compared to a white truffle. <clears throat> when I was there truffle hunting, and this has got to be 15 years ago, we found a truffle, or our hunter did, we weren't with him, about the size of a baseball. Uh, and he was so happy because he got, at the time, now mind you, this is 12, at least 12 years ago. He got 1,400 euros, uh, which is about $1,800 for that one truffle. And I, if you ever get a chance to try white truffles, do so indeed. And, and like I said, he's comparing these Nebbiolos would be very interesting too, because uh, Barolos often have the flavor of dark, jammy fruits and spice and tobacco in the finish. And they're much sought after. Barolos are always going to be expensive, but they're worth it. The other wine to try in this chilly climate with this wet, damp snow would be France's historic Chateauneuf de Pop. Chateauneuf de Pop is a spicy, nuanced wine that really does pair well with very hearty food. I think Chateauneuf de Pop is always my go to wine when we have venison. Venison, <coughs> excuse me, is a very hearty kind of beefy dish, and Chateauneuf de Pop seems to just tame it very nicely. And, the, of course, the predominant grape type in Chateauneuf de Pop is Grenache. And they also include a lot of Syrah. And uh, comparing two Chateauneuf de Pops would be a fun way to taste some wines, and, and enjoyable, too, because the wines are always interesting. They're very complex. Uh, they took the rules away with Blending Chateauneuf de Pop used to require 15 different grape types, including some white ones, and now it just must be mainly Grenache. And you can get Chateauneuf de Pops that are 100% Grenache. You can get them that are 70% Grenache, but it has to be at least 70%. Uh, Gagal makes a very good one uh, and worth trying, believe me. Another favorite of mine on a cold winter night is sit by the fireplace, maybe with some soft music playing and a good book, and have a glass of Tawny Port. Uh, Tawny Port is just wonderful. Port, incidentally, is very, very good for you. I remember many years ago uh, when they wouldn't let, uh, I can't remember the name of it, it was good for iron deficiency anemia. They were going to put port in the bottle, and the Liquor Commission of the United States said you can't do that. But port is very good for you. It is a blood builder. It's sweet, it's warming, and it's a perfect winter dessert wine or a wine to sip uh, before you go to bed. It's just marvelous. There's uh, tawny and ruby. Rubies are sweeter. Tawny's have the most delicious aftertaste. 
uh, Tawny Port is really an elegant thing, and you can buy these 20-year-old uh, Tawny Ports. They're never too expensive, maybe $30 a bottle, and just wonderful. Try it with a little bit of Stilton cheese and a, a crisp cracker, and you'll think God is in heaven and all's right with the world. Uh, then, you know, another white wine to try is Oaky Chardonnay. Oak brings toasty, warm flavors to Chardonnay, kind of burnt sugar, vanilla, spiciness. And they make a perfect winter wine because they have that toasty, buttery characteristic. Uh, one that I would recommend is Domaine Serene from California. And incidentally, I would be remiss. Unfortunately, the wine industry lost them a giant in the last few days with the death of Ken Evanstead. Ken founded the main Serene, and he was a, an interesting guy. He took a little company, drug company, Upshur Smith, and made it an international drug company. And then he decided he wanted to get into the wine business, and he jumped in both feet in Oregon. And you can really say, certainly, uh, the main Serene would be in the top two or three of anybody's pick on Oregon Pinot Noir, and the Chardonnay is bloody good, too. But he was a, just a, a so fundamental and basic and a wonderful person. And like I say, he really decided he was going to make some of the great wines of the world, and indeed he did that. He also bought a domain in Burgundy, Domaine Cree. Uh, but the Domaine Serene is what he'll be best known for. He and his wife, Grace, uh, did a fabulous job there, and our deepest sympathies to his family for the loss of that wine giant for the Twin Cities. And lastly, maybe we should talk about German Riesling. Riesling is kind of out of favor, but they're acidic and zippy, and they have wonderful spice and aroma, and uh, it makes winter wine pair well with a lot of foods. Try a Riesling with a pork chop. Uh, it's just a marriage made in heaven, particularly smoked pork chop. It would be a wonderful thing. And you can get Dr. Tanish's just straight Riesling for about $10, $12 a bottle. And it's wonderful. And his Burncastler, of course, costs about $40 a bottle. But you don't have to do that. And as I mentioned earlier, always, always sparkling wine is in order. It's a celebratory drink, and it's really wonderful. And like I say, you celebrate life uh, on a snowy day as a glass of champagne. One of my favorites is Boyo Brut. It really isn't champagne. It's just a sparkling wine. It's made in Burgundy, and it's made in the champagne style. So it isn't as expensive as champagne. It's about under $20 a bottle. And champagne, real champagne, you can't get for under $30 a bottle. And that would be at the low end. Most champagnes today, because of the shortage and the tariffs and polos, et cetera, are up in the $40, $50 uh, category. So try this Boyle Brut. It's reasonable and kind of fun. And there you have some warming winter wines, and there are many hearty wines to choose in the winter months, well, whether you want a bold one to have with a dinner or something just to sit, sit by the fire and enjoy life. Uh, that is one of the great advantages, in my opinion, of this winter weather is to be able to sit back, light a fire, and have a glass of good wine. Well, you've got <laughs> you've given me so great ideas, and I remember so many years ago that you uh, made me aware of that uh, wine you talk about from time to time, like today, Zinfandel. 
It, yeah. it, it is. I well, just I, let, it, what, what's your favorite, if I can pin you down to one or two or three, that uh, you can find at Haskell? Zin, zin, zins, I mean. Uh, the windstorm and terraces would be two of them right there. Windstorm is, like I said, uh, one of the stellar wines of the Lodi. Uh, and uh, terraces was my great awakening wine on Zinfandel. I never really cared for Zinfandel till I had terraces. I thought, this guy really knows how to make wine. And he did. And uh, now it's uh, second owner of this property, and the second owner is as good a winemaker as the first one was. The first one, actually, was Charlie Wagner from Timus. He made the wine that was his fishing buddy, and he made the Zinfandel for him. So it's made in the style of a big California Cabernet. And those terraces, as I said, if you had to pick one Zinfandel to have above all the others, it indeed would be terraces. Well, I tell you, and I want to then, go ahead, Jack. Go ahead. I, I was, was going to say, say I want to pick that. I want to pick. <laughs> we sound like a debate team. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's not go there. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> well, let, let's talk about Haskins here before you leave us. Indeed, you can get this wine and a lot of other wonderful wines at Haskell's. And don't forget, we're still in the process of our fabulous fall sale. There's a Haskell's near you where you can save big dollars on wine. Haskell's in Bloomington, Excelsior. There's a Haskell's in Fairboat right off of 35. Our Maple Grove Supercellar is not to be missed. It's just terrific. There's free parking in downtown Minneapolis on Saturday and Sunday. There's a Haskell's in Plymouth. St. Paul's Highland Village, Stillwater, White Bear Lake, and Woodbury, too. And if you can't come into Haskell's, go to Haskell's.com. And don't forget, the folks at Haskell's do deliver. And they also, you can call up and we'll call outside. Uh, we're very accommodating in that area, too. Haskell's is a place to buy wine, and Saturday is a good day to do just that. Especially with this fresh weather. Jack, let's talk again next week, please. You know, Denny, I'm going to look forward to that. Thanks very much. Me, too. Thank you. Jack Farrell from Haskell's.